Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of many uh, Goodbye Bullshit, Hello Happiness, Young and Empowered Edition. We are, um, you know, Samir from the last time we talked, and I finally convinced this young man to do this with me and share his wisdom uh, with all of us. And I'm really excited and happy, and I think we can really bring um, something exciting and guidance for all the young people out there, um, get them through whatever it is that they're going through right now. So I'm really excited about this. And just to do some administrative updates. So um, Goodbye Bullshit, Hello Happiness now is going to have the um, Young and Empowered. It's going to have um, Conscious Parenting um, once a month. And um, I'm working on another one that we'll do once a month as well. And that's going to be uh curiosity answering your curious questions and then um the other show is going to be just uh guests that i'll bring up so uh my one-on-one the sessions that it's just me and i do guidance by myself i will not be doing those on goodbye bullshit hello happiness anymore i'm moving that kind of guidance i want to spend more time um and really grow my um unicorns uh group my solistic uh unicorns and i want to give them more so i'm moving my one the guidance that i do by myself into that platform. So if you're interested in that, just go to solisticunicorns.com. But goodbye, bullshit, hello, happiness will continue and we're gonna have a lot more exciting content for you guys as well. So you just don't have to look at me anymore by myself. All right, Samir, let's get started. Young and empowered. I think the, the two of us, we said we're gonna talk about family, um, Family issues, uh, dealing with family. I know everybody, um, that's one of the main things that we struggle with. You know, we are born into these families and um, we sort of want to make it all in one encompassing that everything we need has to come from the family. Family's gonna be there. Family is your place of love and support, um, which actually I was talking to a client the other day is that we get so consumed by that um, that we forget that we are beyond our physical family that we came into this world with um physically actually in this we have a bigger if we tap into a bigger source of people um family can be beyond just uh, the family we were born into and we get a bigger source of love from them once we expand also um when we connect to others beyond the physical as well there's a spiritual family there's a family in the nature around us that can be a source of love so expanding on that so i would like to hear your thoughts about self-love receiving love and 
our physical family, our family that we were born into. Okay, no, not a problem. Um, I just definitely want to start off by thanking you for bringing me on here again. It's, it's uh, I'm so I'm very grateful. I cannot <laughs> wait. Young and empowered. It's, this is this is awesome. I'm excited. I'm fired up, and I can't wait to impact the youth and impact. You know, people that are going through similar struggles that we go through every day, but just don't have anybody to relate to. So um, I'm I'm excited. I'm ready to go. And Young and Empowered, let's do this. So, so um, you spoke you spoke a little about family issues, and, and uh, I'd like to elaborate a little bit on that. I feel like, the, the, you know, everybody has a different walk of life. Everybody, family means something different to, to every individual person. And uh, a lot of times in the dynamic where you you really see the family to be very important to you, meaning blood family, um, you, you kind of take on pressures, especially as a young person growing up in this world, you take on pressures to, to not let them down, to, to make them proud of you, to be a good, to, you know, to live on the legacy, to continue on. Uh, a lot of people have different cases, different circumstances. Um, first generation Americans, that families have come from different countries and established themselves here in, in this country. And, and you know, they, there's pressures that even though mom and dad don't un necessarily understand that they're putting on them, but there's pressures that kids growing up in those dynamics feel. Mm -hmm. And I feel, I feel like um, there needs to be a better, there needs to be a better comprehensive like conversation about that. You know, mm -hmm. it, it all begins with a conversation and then it all begins with accountability, just just uh, not necessarily, you know, expecting so much from them, from your kids and easing your way into those, you know, what you expect from them, you know, or, or just putting, not putting expectations to begin with, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, I love actually, that's a very important point that you said, you know, um, I myself uh, moved here when um, um, I was, uh, what, 11, 12, I left Iran. And um, it, it is very tough. And I deal with, you know, um, I see families that even their kids their, their kids were born here but since they grew up in a different culture they're still the kids are having a hard time because they're born here they're raised here and they can't even understand those pressures that go with that culture that their parents are putting on them and i know it was certainly for me and i see it in so many adults that moved like me at a young age and had that dual culture and I see it in the um, kids and adults that were born here, were raised here, but yet the parents were, um, you know, not born and raised here and bringing that culture. So I'm, I'm happy that you address that. And expectation, um, it's very hard. I think um, if the parents are not conscious enough of their own sort of feelings and emotions and what they're carrying, they do unconsciously put that on the kids. Right. Um, 
and I know for like myself, I've tried so hard to, I always say, you know, one of the major things that the way, because I got into this and removed my stuff was that I didn't want to put that on my son. And there's that generational um, cleansing sort of that needs to happen. Somebody in this generation needs to step up and say, okay, it stops with me. Right. And I think one of the, um, you know, the reasons for my own personal that I want to do this young and empowered because, you know, young folks out there, you know, don't look to your parents to stop what's been passed down generationally. You are here to stop it as well. You are here to some of the things that's just not making sense anymore some of the traumas that's been carried down from generation to generation, those expectations that you're talking about, it needs to stop someplace. And why not with you young folks out there, you be the ones that to change things and stop it. Right, right. And and I'm glad you brought that up because I myself am in the same situation that, that was mentioned previously. My parents come from Haiti. Mm -hmm. um, and they they've established themselves and uh, positioned themselves into being you know make living the American dream. They came to the land of opportunity. They they created a family, and they have stable lives. So it's naturally the the parent wants their child to have a better life than they did. And mm -hmm. I and as I got older personally, I'm understanding that more and more and more. And what what has got me past you know maybe unfair situations growing up is that my I've, I've come to terms that my parents did the best the absolute best they could yes. the absolute best job that they could possibly do with what they had and I'm so grateful for them and I'm so 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 grateful for them and there's no I, I detect there's no resentment there's nothing mm -hmm. even if there were unfair situations even if my mother did you know didn't show me enough affection sometimes. I didn't, you know, these they're doing the absolute best that they possibly can. And this is a product of, they are a product of what their parents did to them and raised them. So putting that all aside, and like you said, taking that accountability and saying that this stops with me, it's, it, it's rare that you come to these realizations. Um, at an early age and the fact that I have, I'm grateful and I have to do something about it. And um, I just, I want to put out the message to everybody who's probably going through a similar situation with their parents and not seeing eye to eye, not understanding their parenting style, is that most cases, 90% of the cases, that's a, a random number, but they're doing the best that they possibly can. They're doing the best that they possibly can and they're taking on troubles of the world too. And then they, they have to you know, step in the role of mom and dad. And, and a lot of the times the way they cope with their problems might not necessarily be nurturing, but you have to realize that they're doing the absolute best that they can. And you have to meet them halfway somewhere so that they could be that relationship that we can learn and grow from each other. Beautiful. Yes. I love what you said. I, my clients, when they come, that's one of the things when we want to talk about is that saying things doesn't mean that we're saying the parents were bad. We're not saying, um, you know, 
parents can absolutely do their best and they are doing their best. And yet right. things can happen to the kids um, because of so many factors that go in there. But a parent is doing their best from a place of the trauma that they've experienced, from a place of fears that they have, from the struggles that they're dealing with in their social lives. And like you said, you know, especially for those immigrants, when they come, it's even more. And so everybody, even us as, you know, kids, young adults, everybody, we all doing our best. So let's put that out there every day, get up in the morning and say, I'm doing my best. The people around me, everybody's doing their best from whatever it is, the place they're at. You know, exactly. you, you don't know, like I, somebody doesn't know what's on the other side. So from this side, they're doing their best. So right. from their struggles, everything. And yes, th- those parents, they've done their best. So let's start there. And then now, what do I want to do better? What do I want to do that's better for me? Better right. for the generations that are coming after me, for my world, for my society. Exactly, exactly. And then, like you said, what is it for me? And and in the position of the, you know, the child or your parents, you, now you have to start asking yourself the question like, okay, I'm writing my own story now. This is my story. You know, from adolescence up to teenagehood, you know, they, they were guiding me. They're holding my hand. They, they were giving me their ideas that their right version of right or wrong was my version of right or wrong. But now, as you as you progress, you start defining those things by yourself, and and there's nothing wrong with that. You have to write your own story, and you have to be aware, it, even if it's from your parents or if it's from anybody around you, when people try to project their fears or their shortcomings onto you, because now if you allow that in you've unconsciously created a block for yourself because you, you, you've now, you're operating from a limited mind because some, somebody could care for you to death and they'd be, they'd be so afraid of something, maybe it's a risk that you need to take. So it's, 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 it's an awareness of leaning on, you know, your moral compass a little bit more. Taking, definitely knowing that the advice is coming from a great place. I'm sorry, thank you. Is running a little wild over there. It's all but, right. But it's you, it's writing your own story. It's writing yes. your own story and being confident and walking your path with your chest up and your chin up and, and knowing that your parents, everything that they do comes from a place of love. I love that you mentioned writing your story because this is what this life is all about. We come mm-hmm. into this physical form in particular for these stories for these experiences for these experiments and those experiences from your past from your parents it's a part of the totality of your story it's making you who you are as well it's Mm -hmm. giving you something in order for you to say okay you know what i tasted this 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 i was this character in this story now how do I want to shift the story? What more do I want from this story? What do I want to experience in this lifetime? And when I want to make it part of the story going forward. Right. And 
again, you're doing your best. It's okay, you know, uh, things are gonna come. There are gonna be fears, but then looking at those fears, opening it up and saying, well, is this really my fear or is it something that's passed down to me, passed down to me by family, passed down by society? And now that I see it, what do I choose to do with it? Where do exactly. I want to fit it in? Do I even want to part, have it part of my story still? Right, right. And, and it's it's beautiful because you're the creative director of your own life, yep. whether you're thinking about it or not. Like you, you're the one calling the shots. Yeah. So whenever you catch yourself in like autopilot or like indecisive or or in situations where you, you feel like you're not calling the shots, just take a step back, observe, and tell yourself, I'm running the show. Mm-hmm. So, so we're going to play by my rules and I'm going to use the talents that I've been given to do the best that I possibly can and make this, this movie beautiful. Another key point you said, my rules. I love right. that because I always say, leave the rule book out. Right. Because the rule book you have right now is most likely not yours you are in that rule book if you open it up there's the family rules there's society rules generational rules there are all these rules that is not even yours throw the rule book out start a new rule book what Mm -hmm. is it what's my rule in this what works for me what feels good for me what are my choices and, you know, you say moral compass, everybody says, you know, well, if we throw the rule book out, aren't we going to become these awful humans, awful people? And that's just not true. Because if you have, you go inside to your heart and you are coming from your heart, you are going to be guided by love. You are going to be guided by that universal force of love that has connected everything in everybody and the more closer you are to that you will not be going in a direction that is going to harm you or others yep once you go from that place a hundred percent a hundred percent and something i've been living by as of late is death is the uh it's the same authenticity always wins so being authentically you, whatever that is, will magnetize the life that you want. It's going to attract whatever you desire in your heart. If you ask yourself, what do I want? And can't quite find that answer yet. By being authentic and doing things that, like you said, make your soul sing, whatever that is. For me, it's working out, playing basketball, it's helping other people work out. It's, it's bringing, brightening up somebody's day, it's music. When you do those things that make your soul sing, that's the, the biggest first step that you could ever take into being authentic because you just, you're going to say, I'm a good, I'm a cool person. This, this is me take it or leave it. And whatever you truly desire, I feel like is going to make its way to you. So I struggle with this because that feeling of make your soul sing. I know mm-hmm. that feeling. I have it every day. Yes. And I cannot describe to people because, um, I get this question all the time, you know, can you be happy all the time? Can you truly fully love yourself? And I'm like, yes, (laughs) but they're like, but how is it possible? And that, and I think part of that's make your soul sing is a big part of it. So how would you describe 
this, you know, knowing and getting there that your soul sings for you? What happened for you? What did you do? For me, it took practice because mm -hmm. naturally, naturally, you know, it's not always going to be sunshine and rain. Day to day, from the minute I wake up until the moment I sleep, there's going to be some turbulence, some destruction, something that might get me angry. But I don't sit in that feeling more than five minutes. I don't sit in that. I, let, I allow it, I experience it, and I let it go. But it took repetition and practice. And I, I literally sat down one day and I was like, all right, I'm not going to participate in negative thoughts for a minute. So I'm just it's not going to allow it to happen. And then I was going through my days and then I'm, I'm just doing my absolute best to, even when it's a busy work day, to do something for me that's going to make me happy, that I've contributed something in my day-to-day -day life that I will be happy doing. For me, that's working out or, or playing pickup basketball. So I made sure I did something that I loved every single day. And then I was then I, I switched up my morning routine. I woke up a little bit earlier. You know, I woke up a little bit earlier and to have more time during the day so that I could incorporate the things that I, I love in my day to day. And then it, shortly, weeks passed, months passed, and I'm starting to find the beauty in everything. You know, I'm, I'm, I've become a little bit more present. I haven't really been thinking about my future schedule. I haven't really been reminiscing on things that went wrong. And I, I'm just more present and in those present moments, I'm finding beauty in everything. And I'm realizing there's no reason to be in a lower state of vibration for more than five minutes because it's, it's not worth it. You know, to stay in those feelings, life is beautiful, life is short. So let's make, let's make the most out of it. Let's operate at the highest frequency we possibly can. Um, I'd like to bring out some of the very important things you said practice it, this is not an overnight thing that is going to happen guys it is practice it's you really every day every moment practicing this consciously until it becomes part of you um it's not uh, that's why i always say i'm grateful for the people that take on this because um i've done it you've done it it does take practice this is not a Oh, you know, one day you wake up and snap your fingers and you're there. It is a conscious choice that, yes, emotions come. You are going to have moments of frustrations. You are going to have moments of sadness. All those things are going to come. They're emotions. We're here in this physical body to experience these emotions. And as they come, you can accept them, invite them, see them, but don't sort of like carry them and put it on you and let's like as a cloak and okay i'm gonna carry this forward okay in this moment this is where i am this is what i'm experiencing and allowing for that shift to come for the next moment all right what do i want to do right now okay i'm choosing right now i want to go do something like you said that's going to make my soul sing so that i can shift myself move myself it's not even about being negative positive good or bad. It's about you choosing, okay, I experienced this right now. And I pretty much like, I, ex I just had Chinese food. I've had Chinese food for so long. I'm really done with Chinese food. I want to have some burger now. And it's like <laughs> shifting. It's like, okay, 
now where can I go get some burgers? And right. that's the way to look at those things that come up and not, you know, stay in it and know that you have a choice. Know that you can choose to do something that feels better for you, is best for you. And I love what you said. Now that you've practiced it enough, you get up and you're not even thinking about the future or past. You are present in the moment because you have done the practice that's gotten you to this place that's now as part of your daily routine, as part of your life. You don't even need to think about it as practice anymore because it's come ingrained in you. Every moment you get up and you're connecting to those beautiful bird sounds in the background, to your dog, to your you know, partner, your trees, everything. You're connected and you're like, what a beautiful life. Exactly. And that makes it easier, I think, that even when those moments come, they don't take you down anymore. You don't go right. grab them anymore. Exactly. Exactly. And you don't you don't own them. You know? yeah. you don't own you don't own these feelings. And you you're so right. You're so right. We are what we repeatedly do and think of. So yeah. if you you consciously take that and apply it even though sometimes it's, it's very hard because I've been there. It's very hard to, to quiet the negative thoughts and the, you know, the, the bad feelings, but just make an attempt, just yeah, try. And then if, if it doesn't, it's not successful the first time, try again, give it a break, try again, because eventually it's going to work. Yeah. Eventually it's going to work. And then you're going to be repetitive, repetitively thinking about positive things. And then that's just going to be your existence. Like before good riddance, that was that. It's literally repetition and practice, and it's worth it. That's the beauty. The beauty of it. It's worth the ch the time and the practice, and, and you know, falling up and getting back up again. And it it's worth it every single time. I think that was perfect. I just want to stop right there. That was just perfect, exactly, because practicing it, and even what you said was beautiful. Is that even if it's not. It didn't work the first time. Try again. Try something different. It's going to hit. At some point, it's going to hit. Don't say, hey, it didn't work this moment. It's not going to work the next moment. Keep keep at it, and it's going to come. It's going to get you there, and, you know, it's worth it. Yes, 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 yes. Beautifully done. Thank you. Young and empowered. Young and empowered. Yes, young people, come on, join us. Let's make this world a better place for us, for the generations to come. There is a better way to live, simpler way, a happier way, a higher vibration way. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Samir, guys. You're going to see you. this magnificent person here every month. <laughs> and I am so excited, so happy. He's got so much to share with you guys. So come and join us. Thank you. Any Patrick. last words? Thank you so much for having me on the show. And I cannot wait to come back next month. Mwah. Bye, everybody. Peace. Peace. Bye. Bye.